the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. to Splash Pages, the comic book club, your weekly dive into your favorite graphic novels and comic books. Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. Universe ruled by Bizarro's, the time-eating carnivore, and Jimmy Olsen, a superhero? In this week's episode of Splash Pages, we dive deep into All-Star Superman. Launched in 2005, this 12-issue miniseries, written by Grant Morrison, drawn by Frank Quitley, and digitally inked by Amy Grant, DC claimed that this series would strip down the Man of Steel to his timeless essential elements. In an emotionally and visually stunning graphic novel, hearkening back to the golden age of comics, All-Star Superman created a new, at the same time, familiar take on the world's first superhero. This now classic graphic novel features Superman's renowned supporting cast, including Jimmy Olsen, Lois Lane, Bizarro, Perry White, and of course his greatest foe, Lex Luthor. Now we're going to check the crotch cam for a second and see what's going on. <laughs> Today we're looking at some, somebody's white blue jeans that uh, they were about oh, to God. in the... Uh... That's some sick shit right now. <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to our comic book club. Today we're going to be talking about All-Star Superman. And with us today we have James. I'm not By mighty yellow sun power me. Yo, yo. Yo. <laughs> Alex. Superman's Clark Kent. Spoiled it. Spoiled ah! it. Oh. Man, I thought it was Bruce Wayne. <laughs> actually, actually, he was for a bit. Stop it. Dude, your nerd card comes out so bad in these episodes some days being like, well, actually. Hey, 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 just in defense, you and Yo-Yo just had the complete biggest bitch match about arbitrary bullshit in the MCU just less than half an hour ago. And it's like, you're going to bring up Batman, you should be Bruce Wayne. Chill, chill. Uh, I actually did take an eyes open nap during that segment. But... Uh, I did look over at you and it was just a, it was just a milky white stare. Yeah. Me and Yo-Yo have fantastic debates on any of the podcasts we've been part of. <laughs> and it's fun because we really – it's actually like meaningful debates. But that's neither here nor, yeah. neither here nor there. Uh, okay. Where did I leave off on? Uh, you, uh, you, Alex. James. Alex. Hi. Okay. Hi. And Garg is here from Secret Underground Hideout. Oh, my God. 
Oh, he's doing he's doing the floss dance that oh. all the kids are doing. Uh. Oh, the floss oh. dance. I can't do. He's been doing this for hours. We finally just acknowledged him. Uh, so we're talking about All-Star Superman. And uh, Gark, you said this was uh, your favorite or one of your favorites? One of my all-time favorite comics miniseries. Yes. Yeah. Fucking A, man. Yes. So um, I haven't read this in a long time. Just raised it to R. Last time I read this was actually when it came out. And I didn't realize this came out in 2005. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize that either. I th- I thought it was like 2012. Yeah. I'm like looking. I'm looking at the date. I went 2005. And it, it, like, fuck. So it, <laughs> was it the first of the All Stars, like the the, the single All Stars. So there was there was this. There was Batman and Robin All Star that Frank Miller and Jim Lee were doing. Yeah. That was kind of garbage. Yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he I mean, called, he was... called Robin retarded in that book. Come on. Dude, it was a weird book. <laughs> like what are you guys doing well, he made anyway. him eat rats in the cave he's was... a horrible person <laughs> was there just yeah, a it, just an all-star batman as well or no was it just... i don't remember any other all-stars i don't know about you guys but those were the two that i remember i think they were trying to do all-star wonder woman but it never picked up because all-star was supposed to be their answer to marvel's ultimate series yes and only grant morrison gave a good book yeah <laughs> even an awesome book because Frank Miller, he, he's, he was great. Uh, oh, off topic, well, they're giving him Superman year one. Year one. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to it. John Romita oh. Jr. is drawing it, oh. or John Romita. Um, uh, just a heads up. Yes, there was an all-star Batman. Regular. Well, there's an all-star yeah, that, that Batman was now. Oh, that's, that's Rebirth. More recent. Rebirth. Yeah, it's just all-star Batman now, but it's it's um, a separate series. It's not. Yep. And yeah. that was the original was all-star Batman and Robin, where yeah. it was supposed to be the origin of like where Batman met Dick, but they or yeah, you know, like I love Frank Miller. I love Sin City. I love all that stuff. Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. and then he got noteworthy for that. But a lot of this stuff, you know. Like, if you've seen Holy Terror, he definitely fell hard as a writer over time. Yeah. Because have you guys seen anything from Holy Terror? No. It's incredibly racist. It's just tone deaf. And it's like, it's like he's trying to, he's like, he's like someone trying to copy his own style and doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's still trying to do that Sin City dialogue, but it's so repetitive. You can't even read it. Yeah. I I don't know that at all. Probably for the better. Yeah, there are people but that I, I mean, the book. There's, you know, he did the Wolverine miniseries when that came out. Yeah, he made Daredevil um, what it was basically. Oh, oh wait, a minute, I'm sorry. He drew. Uh, did he draw it? And Chris Claremont wrote it. Now I can't remember. No, he he wrote it. I'm uncertain. Ah, yeah, fuck. I think he wrote it, and somebody else drew it. But well, we uh, always need Wikipedia open when we're doing these. <laughs> uh, so All Star Superman uh, was uh, by Grant Morrison and Frank Quitley. Quietly? Quietly. Quietly. Uh, Penciled by Frank. Uh, Anchors is Jamie Grant, and uh, Colors is also Jamie Grant. Yeah, Jamie Um, Grant did an amazing job with the colors. Um, It's a beautiful book. Pops. I mean, can I just, I mean, the very first, the very first, I have the book right here. This splash page is just, like, I I want that as a, a poster, like I'm, yeah, the, the the artwork in these in, I mean, in, in this book is awesome. It is just when you think of the they made iconic images yeah. of Superman that like you think of it, you're like, oh, this image, you're like, yeah, it's from All Star Superman. Like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like, but like you, you're like, I, I think I've seen that like before, and you're like, no, it's in All Star Superman. It's right here. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it, it, it's between that and Kingdom Come. I always think of the, you know, that's what I always think of some of the Superman stuff. So mm-hmm. that's just oh, good. I'm looking at the sketches in the back of the book, and it reminded me of uh, when they were teasing these in Wizard Magazine back when they first put the like teasers for this out. <laughs> that's so funny. How old now? How old are you guys? Just, just out of curiosity. Uh, James, go James, yeah, go, James, you go first. Uh, 33. Alex? 27. Yo. 34. Leo? Uh, in my 40s. <laughs> I'm 42 <laughs> as well, my friend. Uh, I, I, I will be 46 this year. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you are not. Uh, so, uh, you're just saying that to, to act like you're the, the oldest no, no, and most no. mature. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're not. No. Uh, so anyway. No. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> 45. I'm sorry. 45 this year. Oh, he lied. I know. I was born in 74. That's absolute did bullshit. I, I did I do the math it? right? <laughs> so anyway, my, my I'm only asking because I wasn't sure like like where you're like. When did you guys start reading comics? Uh, uh, Mid teens. So young. like in the, what, like the early part of, uh, uh, 2000, like 2000? Uh, late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. I got into comics with, and this is where I'm going to date myself a little bit. So people is I got into comics via the Marvel uh, cards, the, the oh, Marvel, yeah, the Marvel oh, cards. Yeah. 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 that, the, 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 I'm that sorry, was, this is, that was my introduction to comics. And then I just gravitated towards Superman I, I, uh, because of death of Superman actually. I'm I'm absolutely amazing at getting off subject. I was just doing this for my own curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just curious as to where, like, how old everybody is, and like where we all started reading comics and stuff. Uh, we don't have to go around the room. I'm just, well, I'm uh, just we just did. You didn't tell us your age. <laughs> I'm 42. I said I'm 42. Okh. Okay. Uh, I thought you were saying you were 42. Two oh oh. Oh, like 40 like, as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'm for, I'm 42 years old. Uh, so and I, I look older than Leo. It's the answer to the universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I got a neat little story. Uh, so I was given some. Uh, I remember seeing the Superman uh, movie uh, with Christopher Reeve, the original one, that got me hooked on Superman. But with comics, uh, I still don't know to this day. Uh, in grade school, I think it was like fourth grade. Uh, somebody kept on leaving Star Wars comics on my desk, and I, I just loved reading them. That you don't know who it was. Yeah. Yes. Or you never knew if someone just outright you were outright stealing them for a long time. <laughs> no, they, they were they, just like they're going back, going. Someone stole my fucking comic. No, they, but, they, I mean, who's I mean, who's stupider, the person that takes it or the person who keeps leaving it there? You know. I, I mean, grade school we had the desks where you can lift up and you can put stuff inside, and it was uh, yeah. yeah, it was uh, yeah, they'd put a like comic in, in my book every like randomly. It was, uh, but it was the Star Wars comics. I think when they they knew I love Star Wars, and uh, you know, but I, to this day I still don't. I thought I knew who it was, and I asked him like, you know, a couple of years ago, and it wasn't him, and it was. Uh, so I don't know. It could be you going back in time. Could have been me. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good theory, actually. That's a really <laughs> good theory. I like that. Yeah. That's my headcanon for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let me ask you guys: Do you do two episodes a, a, every time you do this stuff? Uh, we do now, yeah. Yeah. So like second episode, because we do that for Secret Underground Hideout. Is it always like second episode? It's like so you're tired. You're off. Actually, you're off no, the rails. I, I, I think no? the second episode is more on point, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah be, 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 because we, we have a set. We have a little bit more of a set topic because we're talking about the comic books and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's, it's fresh in our heads. 
Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I I mean I felt that with like Killing Joke. We did the Killing Joke, which was awesome, like that. And then in the uh, Invincible uh, episodes we've done, have been very much on topic. So yeah. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. So speaking of like Killing Joke, Killing Joke, we reviewed the movie as well. Uh, I did not give you guys the movie this time around. Um, I, I thought the movie was abysmal. I tried watching it this week. Um, what, the Killing Joke? No, uh, All-Star Superman. Oh, I like that movie. I like All-Star Superman. Really? I, I, I saw the movie, the... then realized it was actually a, a comic book arc, and I read the book. Okay. There's definitely more in the comic, but... Yeah, I, from, I, I just thought... From the... After the Killing Joke, I love every single other DC movie because <laughs> they they just destroyed a lot of what made that comic great. That was shit. Yeah. What, Killing Joke? The movie that they did yeah. where they had Batgirl banging Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it might as well have been banging Superman and would have made just as much sense. Sure. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I liked it. Like I said, it, it, I think with any of these adaptations, you, you can only do so much, especially how much Superman goes into in All-Star Superman. They have to crunch the time frame a lot more to fit the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like I said, what is it? The, the, the it's twelve. It was twelve issues. Yeah. And you know, it took a it it, it went a full year between. The... Actually, it, it went actually over a year. Several years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm saying in the comic book, it was he only had a year to li- oh, yeah. live. Yep. That's what I, that's oh, yeah. what I mean. Like, gotcha. and he went through all the different events in his life from Lois becoming Superwoman, you know, the whole Lex Luthor saga, all that stuff. Like, it mm. went into more details that you couldn't really put into a ninety minute movie. Would you also say Grant Morrison did here and everyone else who worked on All-Star Superman basically tried to make a book which is Superman's greatest hits? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It, also it really gave does Superman embellish. A real villain. What's that? I always feel like it also gave Superman a real villain. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think it also shows, like, why do people like Superman? It's like, this right. is a book. This is a this book you is, can read. This is why people like Superman, yes. Because, it's I mean, not... because... Sorry, Alex. Sorry, it's just like, you know... We've all heard it before. People who don't like people who don't like Superman are people who don't get Superman, and we mm-hmm. still lack that outside of some animated stuff of like a real decent live action Superman that can represent the one in the comics that people like. Because he's over seventy five years old now, right? Um, uh, the over eighty. He's over eighty. Over eighty. It's uh, the character has a lot of fun stuff, and I I definitely hope we get more better interpretations of Superman, especially since All Star Superman definitely made a good golden standard for any modern like Superman to go for. Yeah. Well, also too, like the problem with Superman, I think we've had this conversation before, is he they've made him so powerful, like they've made him so incredibly powerful that the only way to make him human and to give him actually like a good villain, other than like Dark Side or Doomsday, is to have him fight his morality and make him fight his humanity and you get that in all-star superman a little bit more where he's like i'm going to die i am dying Mm -hmm. so i'm going to do what i can in my last breath to make sure 
everything's good for when I leave, it keeps going. And then, you know, the, the ending, the titular end of the comic where he's actually in the sun, powering the sun mm-hmm. as his last act is huge because, you know, yeah. you know, I, I always feel like, you know, that's where some of, some of the writers miss, miss the ball. And Superman is, you got to make him a flawed person and they either go to the extremes of him being a flawed person. Yeah. So. I, I also just will say in a slight disagreement is that I don't like the argument that people who say Superman's too, too powerful. He's like, well, it's like just because a character is powerful doesn't mean they're a person without conflict. And when you have a conflict, it's like, I'm not, not completely disagreeing with you, James, but I'm just saying, oh. like, uh, I'm saying as in like when people just make him like an outright, you know, jerk or, you know, whatever. And like, even in like a man of steel where he's just, you know, throwing children through buildings to stop something. I don't know, you know, just like <laughs> making them super hardcore. And it's, it's more of like the, the fault of Sur- Superman that people don't usually do because they always try to make him a bit darker, like alien looking inside in type thing. But that's, that's more Martian Manhunter. The thing with Superman is that even though he's an alien, he is the most human of anyone in all the justice league or all the superheroes he's like the most chilled person even in all-star superman they specifically made him a little different where he's not like putting his like fists on his uh you know hips and stuff and walking around he's always chill and at ease he's you know he's relaxed because he's got nothing to flex at the dude can lift the moon with his pinky right he's a chill dude Mm-hmm. Well, also speaking back to you know his humanity, that's also covered quite a bit when he was in the what was it the underverse for a couple months, and he came back, and yep. the two Kryptonians have essentially like took over Earth, and yeah. he, he's trying to describe to him, you know, hey, you know, I grew up here, you know, and then this is how I was raised, and you know, he ends up saving him, and and you know, going back to what his his you know parents taught him. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, the basis of his his morality. I mean, I, w- w- were you waiting for a Kirk to come on being like, all the aliens I've met in the universe, he was the most human. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, it's like, it's funny because like in this comic, they took away his biggest weakness, which was kryptonite. Yep. And even they took that away it's he's still all the things that he that he embodies like the humanity he's he cares about people so much even even lex even his enemies he's in the prison pretend you know pretending that he's like when parasite comes out and is trying to like eat him and uh the guy puts the gun in the back of uh lex's head even then he's like he's like nope don't don't shoot lex you know he's like pretending to trip and knock it out of his hand and stuff I mean, he's he's just so his his biggest flaw, if you want to call it a flaw, it's also his biggest strength, is his humanity. Is is the way he wants everyone to be. Uh, he wants to save everyone, and he wants to, but he can't save everyone. <laughs> you know, he can't save everyone, but he he wants to. Yeah. Well, Even in his dying can. his dying hours, he was still going out saving a train and oh, uh, doing, it was like. That last book, that last, yeah. or it might have been the second to last one, like literally is emotional. Like you're reading it and he's like giving his little last will and testament and you're yeah. like watching him still do things. And it's like, yeah. the guy doesn't stop. He just, he'll never this stop. This guy has until... hours to live. Yep. Yeah. And he's and, using his last to keep saving people. Oh, it, just it, yeah, keep he, saving people. Yeah. Uh, thinking more of others than itself, even at his final. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I I thought it was interesting That's too, Superman. kind of go, going by like your strengths and stuff like that. You get that with Lex when mm-hmm. he uses the gravity gun on him, and you see Lex 
sees what it's like to be Superman, mm-hmm. and he finally gets it. And Isn't I it the that... greatest like f you to Lex Luthor yeah. ever? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like you know you're sitting there and and, and you use it to speed up time, and it's just like he sees him being like, I now know why you do this, and like he can't take it. Yeah, yeah. and you know I. Stuff I like that, it. and it and it go and it goes and and then it just you're right, you're right. Girl. It just it, it gets you in such a happy like you. It's a it like the ending is sad, but it's mm-hmm. very uplifting. Like it's yeah. one of those like you're you're sad that this happened, but you're like you're looking at it being like at the end of the day he's still saving us. You're, mm-hmm. He's still there. He's still that beacon. Yep. He's yep. literally a beacon now. Like, yeah. So so um, this book is sort of like total standalone, right? It's not really canon and part of the Superman lore, or what, where does this stand? Uh, do you guys know? I, I think, think it's a standalone. I think, I think it's standalone. standalone. Yeah, it's a it's a standalone, but I think it's like a standalone, like the Dark Knight was, where it's like they love to have standalone books to test new concepts and ideas, yeah. and if it works, mm-hmm. they'll put it in the main continuity because DC works like that. Well, it was the, it was the you know the Killing Joke. We'll go back to that one. It was like up to that point, Barbara Gordon wasn't shot. Like they they incorporated that from that book. Yeah, and they incorporated parts of that book into the main canon of you know Batman. Mm-hmm. So I mean, look at um Harley Quinn. That's yep. that's that's one of the bigger ones that they tested it out on the animated series. It was a hit, so they added it to the the comics. Yep, and then it became a horrible meme on Facebook where people share abusive relationship between Joker and Harley as a twisted but yet loving oddly relationship. Why you, you, ever, you, see, you ever see those? There's garbage. <laughs> do do, do you, you don't want to rev up Margot Mar, Margot Robbie's Harley? I'm not. I, listen, I'm more. I'm more frustrated when I see the memes of like Joker and Harley and people go like, it's like, I may be crazy inside, but someone has to see the crazy in me to love. It's it's always such arbitrary crap. You know, it's like this guy threw her out of the car to get away from Batman. It's like, this isn't a loving relationship. Well, was it, wasn't death of death of the family. Doesn't she like, doesn't he come back and beat the living crap out of her? Well, it's called romance James. And like, doesn't she make him wear like the red hood to like, um, like distract Batman. Yeah, something like that. I need to read that. It's it's all. I like Harley Quinn. I just don't like it when they bring these characters to bad places. Like I like Batgirl, but I don't like what they did in the Killing Joke. That was so stupid. Uh, I just wanted to note a couple things. Uh, so All Star Superman won the Eisner Award for Best New Series in 2006 and Best Continuing Series in 2007. Uh, it won uh, Harvey Awards for Best Artist and Best Single Issue in 2008. Um, and it also here in Wikipedia says uh, that uh, Man of Steel features a monologue spoken by Jor-El, uh, Russell Crowe, taken almost word for, from word from the comic. Also in the Arrowverse crossover Crisis on Earth X, which uh, was that this year's? The Elseworld. Oh, this Elseworlds okay. was this year. Uh, so, Next year is Infinite and uh, Infinite on uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Okay. That's what I heard. So it must have been the year prior. Yeah, 2017. Uh, so it says the Arrowverse uh, loosely incorporates several elements from All Star Superman, the Nazi Supergirl, as shown to be suffering from the same condition. Superman is in the comic. Her cells are mentioned to be overloaded with solar radiation. Uh, and she says, uh, like Icarus, Luke. <laughs> Go on. Uh, uh, she says, like Icarus, I flew too co- close to the sun, further referencing the events in the comic. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I thought that was such a cool (laughs) uh, storytelling device was, you know, what's a way to kill Superman is that he's being poisoned by the one thing that gives him strength. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's nice to see someone come up with an idea other than, oh, let's put kryptonite in something. Oh, you guys liked my idea. Yeah. Purple kryptonite. What is that? Uh, And I just want to note that was uh, Gark with the fart mic. Not the actual fart mic. I don't think you have to note it. I think everybody. No, I just want to say the original fart mic. uh, You guys started that in 2016. Although some people have copied you, you are the originators. I keep on go after them. I keep on asking Kevin how nasty that mic could be because you guys have a dedicated mic just for that. You tell me. Oh my! <laughs> Are those shit stains? Is it brown? I, don't know. Uh, I think we mentioned before that's like a you know you can use it as like a weapon, a pink pink eye stick. Is it like a suppository? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, so uh, back to All Star Superman. Superman. Uh, so we're I mean, talking about Superman. Uh, one of the cool things is it really, you know, even though the the birth of Superman is covered, it's only covered in like a couple panels. It's just really beautifully done. Where you know, pretty much, you know, planet blew up. This is it. He's on Earth. He was raised by good people. That's about it. Yeah. Also, too, it, it, it kind of gives, it kind of tells a story about what if his his side characters had his powers. Yeah. You know, Lois has it, and then Lex has it, you know, and you kind of see how they would do it and how they would interact with this the, these these incredible gifts. Yep. Um, and it's interesting because, like, Lois, um, the whole, the whole storyline of Lois in the Fortress of Solitude where she's not allowed in this one room, and you get the paranoia there, like she's yeah. a prisoner in this place is a pretty cool twist. It's kind of a cool story being like, he finally reveals who she is, he is to her. And it's like, okay, I'm going to just have you just chill in my fortress fortress, and not tell you what I'm doing in this one room. Like, I thought that was like really interesting how she kind of got yeah. a little paranoid being like, why can't I go in this room? What's going on? Like, why am I being held captive here? Like how how that love that instant love can kind of swing other way to a paranoid type of mindset i think it was because of all that power he has you know she was kind of like well if he, what's he doing i have to stop him even though i love him i have to stop him he's not in his right mind so she grabs that kryptonite gun and she's yep. like Psh, you know? that would have been yeah. a scary elseworld story if they went for that too <laughs> superman actually was gonna go after lois like that uh well they they kind of had superman being a dick but yeah i'm kind of tired I mean, of him being a dick in anything now <laughs> yeah. we, we, we we need more lois and clark superman yeah, yeah. Oh, i think so too i didn't they tease like a season five or something like that uh yeah they, I, i'm all set seeing like lois and clark like it kind of got wonky towards the fourth season like yeah we're, we're talking about like the old one right yeah dean king yeah. yeah uh no i mean uh I guess there's a special panel coming up on a con this weekend where they're supposed to tease like a, maybe a season five. Because like everybody's banging on the door. Yeah, because everybody's banging on the door for Lois and Clark season five. Yeah. Andre. It's called Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher has no money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, come on. How like how does she look now? She's got to look older now, right? Dean Kane. I, I mean, Dean Kane is just fat, so he it, just looks chunkier. Like, I mean, even yeah. Dean Kane isn't really like you can't you can't put those two in the in the role. You have to you're gonna have to cast a younger 
I mean, D- Dean Cain's in Supergirl, or was in Supergirl. Is there, is was in Supergirl? Yeah. He was actually yeah. in the movie we uh, watched for this week's uh, Wicked Horror Show. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. He's definitely chunked up. Can I, can I also bring up one of my favorite parts in the book is that oh, I totally. love the characterizations they did for each character in this book, where um, I love that the hubris and ego of Lex Luthor still can't see through Clark Kent's disguise, even yeah. he's right in front of him. Yes. I love that so much. Yes. Especially in one, uh, one Listen, panel, he doesn't have his glasses on and he still can't figure it out. Yeah, but he has uh, such an ego. I love that about it. I love it. Yep. <laughs> I love, I love the amazing this is where like it was so amazing looking at the art of of frank quietly and the way he designed things um and how he made clark such a like a bumbling buffoon in the comic it was just so well done and you really get that sense of like he's such a weakling even though he's this kind of oafy guy but he's such a wimp and he's such a coward and he's and he's he hunches over wears baggy he's like all baggy clothes and disheveled and it's just amazing design work to make just to change that that character from Superman to Clark Kent. And like you see it in other books, but you kind of see it like even on TV show that they don't even like some of the some of the modern stuff. They kind of just, oh, OK, dress him up. He still looks nice and he's still handsome. And, you know, it's like, oh, you throw the glasses on. They can't tell who the fuck he is. It's like this is like perfect. This is the way it should be, <laughs> you know, bumbling and dropping things and. Getting scared because Lex drops a, a weight, you know. Yeah, tr- tr- trips this trip to stop a gun being fired. Yes, yeah, exactly. But that was yeah, you're absolutely right. That that whole like the Lex Luthor just being so egotistical and just not seeing that Clark Kent is Superman couldn't figure out the parasite was trying to was actually feeding off of yep. his energy source was just like brilliant. It was beautifully done. He's I also the... was a fan of seeing Parasite in this book, too. I always feel like he's a very underutilized villain in the Superman universe. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. A, there's That's another thing about Superman lore is that, like, there are so many Superman characters that are so under underutilized. There's tons of them. There's tons. And uh, it's like a big toy box everyone refuses to open. Everyone refuses <laughs> to open. There's so many interesting <laughs> characters they refuse to grab. Mm-hmm. But they love to get evil Superman bl- number 3037 for to be the next fight. It's like, ah. Yeah. Right. Or Zod or Darkseid. Yep. Right. Zod. Or oh, it... Brainiac. Well, you also have to weigh how it was handled in uh, American Alien, where, you know, it was sort of like on the fence. You know, it was he, he was good, but he was, you know, a normal person that, you know, got angry at times, you know. And he, he didn't have the full morals of, you know, what we what we're used to. Have mm-hmm. you uh, have you all read American Alien? Mm-hmm. No, I, I read part of the first issue, but I wanted to grab the physical copy before I read the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I picked up last summer. I read it on vacation and it's uh, yeah, it's an amazing read. Highly recommend it. Maybe we'll cover on an upcoming episode. I'll also say uh, mm-hmm. I do not like Superman Earth one. I do not like that one. Um, I don't know if you guys read that, but it, from what I from what I heard, they were trying to do a more grounded Superman, and it sucked. You know, like they tried to make him more like Batman by making him like mad about Krypton being dead, the same way Batman is upset about his parents. Oh, and stupid. like, and there was even like a scene in it where like he's in an alleyway with a hoodie where where his eyes are glowing red because someone's mugging someone. He's like, nice contact lenses, weirdo, and it's like his eyes are 
glowing neon red. How is that contact? <laughs> you know, it's it's like there's a lot in that book that just frustrated me. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Well, Yo-Yo, uh, we haven't heard much from you. I mean, what can I say that's already hasn't been said? That's a thing. That's a, that's the tough part. Like everybody keeps saying things like, "Well, I, I like that part too." <laughs> <laughs> what is your What is your favorite part, Yo Yo? Or well, do you have a favorite I, part? I kind of I, I like the giving the lowest lane yeah. power part. Yeah, like for, like for her to be able to experience that, her being tired. Like, oh man, I'm so exhausted after this. Yeah, I I I. I like, go ahead. Just for her to experience a day in his like, that actually you know is physically straining to her, like just being him. And being mm-hmm. able to hear everything that she like, and she like after. she passes out like right at right after the powers wear off. He's like trying to talk to her, and he's she yeah. like, just, just like passes like, out. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I have to say, I love in that whole scene when you learn about the uh, key. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. like the little details like that that were written in this comic throughout. It's little things like that that were so cool about this whole uh, miniseries. It's like, oh, he's got a key that weighs a half a million tons. Yeah. Nobody can pick it up except him or, or other uh, Kryptonians, you know? He's like, yeah, go on. Pick it up, Lois. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, put your hand. Go ahead. Ready? Hold it. Ready? It's going to be heavy. <laughs> if only they added like a few more panels where she like pulled out a quarter from her wallet and just like started trying to get under it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I really do want to write Superman. I, I genuinely have ideas I want to do one day. Um, I really, I, I, I found it, it was the most uh, difficult part for me to read, but the Bizarro sequence, oh, yeah. the whole Bizarro section, uh, because everything was reversed. So you're sitting there in your mind, you're going, uh, wait a minute, no, they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so like everything they say, you have to, you have to think the opposite. And it's, it just gets like, you, you're, you're translating opposite things constantly and it just took that whole section took me forever to read when i the couple times i've read it but yeah i but still like it but isn't that the point of bizarre world where it doesn't exactly have to make sense even the continuity that they established that you have to go backwards and forwards yeah it's that's the thing it's like but i find myself still still sitting there going i am no want in it. <laughs> i'm like uh, i don't have to read it like this like just read it <laughs> yeah it's yeah uh, it's great yeah, that that whole that whole sequence is great. And Zabaro comes out, and and uh, he's the one in a couple billion that is a mis- It's the mistake, but it's actually a, a good mistake. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the genetic flaw of Bizarro World, but he's normal, <laughs> <laughs> and he's poetic, and he's like articulate and all this stuff. It's it's great. It's it's a great concept. Oh, I can only imagine if DC ever got to that level of movie where they could actually competently go to Bizarro World and make it as fun. Oh, I always, I always, oh God, I, I love, I would love that. Just even a segment. I don't, I don't think Bizarro could have, you could have a whole movie with Bizarro, but if you had a segment like that, that would be fantastic. Yeah. That would be really fantastic. That'd probably, that'd probably end up being like literally the only good part of that movie though, just saying. They need to fire all the producers and get people who actually like things the way, you know. You know what, what were you going to say, James? As you're at the urinal peeing on the camera. No, I, I, no I, I sit in a wooden chair when I did these shows, so I got to stand up so my back doesn't hurt. 
Um, so no, I don't think they can make Henry Henry Cavill any uglier, or because he's kind of very attractive. So good luck with that. Yeah. Well, they they <laughs> they did attempt uh, Bizarro on Smallville, but they didn't really go anywhere with it. It was like. Uh, yeah. Didn't they, they give him like yeah. a blocky face or something? Yeah, yeah they, they like made him like a PlayStation One graphic. Yeah, and all polygon. Yeah. Look I, out, Lois! He's yeah. t posing at us. <laughs> <laughs> and he flew, and that that was like yeah. the one difference is he flew. Yep. And the whole thing of Smallville was he wasn't going to fly until the final episode. Yeah. yeah. So I, I love Smallville, but it was uh, after that fourth season. It was a little rough, but I yep. stuck with it all the way to the end. I I Same left way. once they got rid of Lex. That's when I left. Yeah. You learned that the somebody saving intro actually was the audience after the while. <laughs> uh, did you? Oh, that was uh, a good one. <laughs> uh, I know it's totally off topic, but if you get a chance to check it out, it was canceled. Uh, but the first, I think, two seasons that they made, uh, Michael Rosenbaum did uh, Impastor, which hilarious, awesome show. Uh, but it was. It, would people cut in the cord? It didn't really survive. I think it was like TBS or something like that. It was odd hours, but he was a, a past. He wasn't a pastor, but he, a pastor saves him from committing suicide, but the pastor ends up dying instead. And he takes on the role of being that pastor for town. And is like, you know, sort of like a devil being. I've a, seen this. I've seen this. It's see- with Scott Bakula. He jumped into a pastor's body. Quantum leap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we were talking about Superman. <laughs> we 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 are we are we are. But you know, uh, Michael Rose's mom did an awesome job as Lex on that. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. We should wrap He's things up. He's also the up. Flash. He's on Flash. No, he was the Flash. He does the voice the uh, Smallville oh, 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 Lex Luthor. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. He gotcha. voices the Flash. Gotcha. I thought he was like in a uh, episode of Flash, which I he he, he did a great podcast. I think with um, Chris Hardwick. Uh, where he talked about um, how he literally shaved his head for eight years yeah. for that role. Like it wasn't it wasn't a bald cap. He actually shaved his head. Well, he has his own podcast, which is actually a pretty good listen as well. He's good. Like he's yeah. one of the ones I know. The Smallville cast is starting to do the con circuit now. That I well, want. I would love to kind of meet and get a photo with. I think he's really well. The ones except, that are except out of the one papers. from this, not the one from the sex cult, right? Oh, oh, that's the one way. I want to meet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so the funny one, that was funny thing. I need some more literature. Why would, why would you want to meet her? I didn't mean to cut uh, you off, Leo. Sorry. That's okay. that, that, uh, that trial's here in Albany. Oh, yes, really? uh, Allison Mack, and did she? Did she? Uh, yeah, did she? Co- it was two of them, right? Yeah, or it's 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 super convoluted, and I think it's it's in pre-trial phases now. I think they're going to trial this April. Um, but it's like it's at the federal courthouse here in Albany. Crazy. God, I'm fucking yawning. I'm sorry, guys. This is what happens what? to me when we do two shows. Well, you're, you didn't drink enough Deadly Grounds coffee. I didn't. I ran <laughs> out. I got a reward. He would have been enraged and start throwing things. If yeah, he, he, didn't didn't the, he didn't want to become the Gray Hulk. Yeah, I got to order my Gray Hulk uh, Deadly Grounds coffee. <laughs> Don't forget, they uh, also sell decaf. <laughs> uh, but if you want to order your own Deadly Grounds coffee or All-Star Superman, I put a link in the show notes down below or up above, depending on your watching or listening to us. And uh, those links, uh, well, not to Deadly Grounds, but Deadly Grounds supports us anyway. But the All-Star uh, Superman link is going to be an affiliate link, uh, which does support the show. Uh, but Leo, Leo yes. I love how you do above, above or below. Yeah. There's no video of this. Like, it's only going to be audio. It's, it's, audio. it's, it's, it's Force of habit. Force of habit. 
<laughs> or he's secretly recording us. We don't know. <laughs> it's, a flick Leo. With the it's, a, it's a flick with the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Big brother Leo over here. <laughs> well, the software records video. I just yanked the audio from it. Yeah, he does yank it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yank it. Uh... Uh, okay, on that note, last thoughts on All-Star Superman. Um, I This is the book that had the iconic scene where he's uh, stopping a jumper. Oh, yes. And yes. That's one of the parts in the emotional. Yes, go ahead. Because that page alone is like, like you can show to anyone, it's like, this is Superman. Yep. You yeah. know, like, it's someone who has all the power in the world who knows when to use, you know, knows how to be gentle. You know, it's like, it's not about being the strongest. It's the one that, you know, there it is. Yep. It's being there for people, using your power for the greater good. And mm -hmm. it, that's what's the most impressive thing about Superman is that with all the power that he has, yes, he can be the biggest villain in the world. It's like, but what's fascinating about Superman is that he's not, you know, he can easily be a dick. He can flick a cat out of a tree if he wanted mm -hmm. when old, like the old granny comes out. Like, Superman, get the cat out of my tree. I'll just grab just by the explode. tail and they'll just like grab it and like, you know, throw it and it'll like, you know, blow up Pluto, you know, it's like kill his enemies, but he does it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... Even like that robot chicken where he made out with all his villains. So they forget who he is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fantastic episode. Well, well and... like I, said, I mean, j j just, just the writing of that, that page is, you know, it's never as bad as it seems. You're much stronger than you think you are. Trust me. Like, mm -hmm. again, like you said, he's taking the time to talk to this person to be like, you're fine. Like, it yeah. will be okay. I, I also just kind of love the idea of Superman is that, like, there's never a test that's too small for him. You know, I think that's a very important thing about Superman is that, like, he will do, like, the, like again, like, he has time to do that. You know, like how many jobs these superheroes and stuff they got to do. I mean, Superman's going to try to get as much as he can, regardless. It's probably going to even walk someone across the street, even though he could probably, you know, just zip them to where they need to go. But again, I mean, you, you see that too. And, um, um, that Superman, it's, he fights doomsday already being weakened for mm -hmm. doing other things. Like he'll do whatever he needs to get done. Yep. And even I swear, if like if if Doomsday was even less strong, he probably would have even tried to pick up someone's purse that they dropped while they, he was still fighting. Yeah. Also, as a, just another shout out, if you guys really like Superman as well, I definitely recommend the YouTube uh, animation channel. I forget the guy's name. I think it's Rob something such, but he made an animation called Superman Classic and Bizarro Classic. They're really awesome animated shorts that kind of go back to some of the Fleischer era animation and stuff, oh, nice. and it's kind of a cool mixture. It's wicked cool. I definitely recommend checking that out if you're a Superman fan. Absolutely, Very I will check cool. it out. Uh, and yeah, this was this was the uh, book that ended all Superman books for me. But that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. What's <laughs> I, uh, ever since ever since I read it, like all of the, all of the Superman books, most of them do not just don't. don't like, is there anything else? <laughs> Has there been any other book that you picked up from Superman? Superman continuity. Just the regular comics, like uh, even you know, I've been trying to read the uh, the new Bendis stuff, and I'm like, it's, it's not. I great. picked up the first the art's issue. Art's awesome, but the, but the rest of it's garbage. Really? I just don't. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. No, no, I I've only I want I was trying to get into it. The only thing I really liked as an addition is uh, I like Super Sons. I like what they did with that. Like, I haven't I like, read that, but I have it. I, I'm I I actually really good. want to read it. It's actually good. I I mm -hmm. think it'd be good if it's if it was like its own animated series or something. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. It's a really 
good book about, you know, and I love the idea of John Kent, you yeah. know, and oh, it's great. I heard they aged him up in the following comics, which yeah. I think kind of took a bit away, but they just mm-hmm. really wanted to get be a teenager right away, I guess. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, I know. But Superman's great. Superman's a great yeah. character. This is the first book. If you want to get a Superman, read All Star first. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or uh, watch the cartoons or stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What's another book you'd recommend, Alex? Uh, what surrounding Superman? Yeah, um, I would definitely say uh, uh, it's hard to say for Superman, but uh, you know, there's a good era of John Byrne, Man of Steel's, and Superman's, and John Byrne did a pretty good job of encapsulating like the Superman feel, and and I thought that was back in like the early uh, '90s or late '80s maybe so it's it goes back a while but those are pretty good too i was i'm trying to think but they're ensemble books you know Un- uh unchained is a good read as well unchained um, unchained yeah for, I, for, I was, uh... for for me it's I, I i always do the um the death and reign of superman funeral of a friend those three arcs that's a really good arc um i think the storytelling is one of the better ones with the reign of the superman um i prefer that i i like a lot of their standalones like Red Sun is still one of my favorite books to read. Uh, Kingdom Come again, I think it's more of an ensemble, but Superman is one of the fa- the prime focus of it. So, oh, could we do a review of uh, Superman uh, versus Muhammad Ali? Could we do that sometime? Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll. Uh, I mean, since that's just a single issue, because um... I, I was I was just trying to think of comics of Superman. I was like thinking of ones with like uh, I like the New Frontier. I love that book, but that's more of an ensemble thing with a lot of characters going around. But yeah. uh, uh, oh. it's hard is because it, like is it all... weird that you're only bringing up ones that feature ensembles? Like, is it saying something about this book that this one is the better? It's like standalone. Wait, what? You're having a hard time trying to find when it's not an ensemble. Ensemble. Actually, right? well, yeah. Well, there, there's so a few. Does, but that, does, that, does that speak to the quality of this book? That, like, when you're trying to. Think oh yeah, really definitely. Good, this book's great. Like, Secret, I was trying to think of other ones. Secret just... Origin. Secret Origin is a must-read. I'm not going to read it. No. <laughs> Basically. Uh, awesome storyline with uh, artwork. Very resi- uh, uh The Superman is more of a Christopher Reeve Superman. Uh, the artworks like that. Who who is the writer and, and uh, artist? Oh, you're gonna ask me that. Hold on. I know everyone keeps recommending Red Sun too. Mm. Oh, it's uh, uh, is it Secret Identity or Secret Origin? I mean, that oh, doesn't yeah, really well, encapsulate well, well, Superman though. It, what was that book you story. got? For, what was that book you got last year that came out? Oh, uh, that you got that 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 I got. Action it was the Action Comics. Was it one thousand? Yeah, was it Dash Times One Thousand? That was yeah. actually that was actually a pretty good. Yeah, it was uh, a good compilation. One thousand. Yeah, good compilation. Yeah. Uh, so, Thank you. So, I don't know so the Superman Secret Origin is Jeff Johns. Me, I'm not so smart. <laughs> Jeff Johns, yes. Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, and John Seibel. Uh, that would probably that's probably really good. What is it? Super, Superman Secret Origins. Secret Origin. Yeah, it came out in okay. uh, 2009 to 2010. That's a that's approximately when I. I stopped like after All Star. I, I, I kind of went through a, a long phase of not collecting comics, and then I got back into it. But oh, yeah, let me I would have missed all that. Let me ask, Art. Have you ever? What was your take on the new Fifty Two? Uh, I thought the Capullo Batman was amazing. The Snyder Capullo Batman. That was. I I, I love those books. Um, I did not like. 
I did not like the the blue jeans Superman. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Was wasn't a fan. Uh, I thought Justice League was pretty good reboot with uh, Jim Lee, yep. which is basically what Justice League was, and then the movie. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, what about Swamp Thing and Animal Man and stuff like that? Uh, I never actually read any of those when they came well, out. Well, Swamp Thing was done by uh, Snyder as well. See, I wanted to get, I wanted to read. Uh, there's a couple Swamp Things I wanted to read, but yeah, go ahead, tell me more. Um, that was good. Uh, Am- Animal Man went a way more horror direction, which was pretty uh-huh. sweet, and uh, it went into places where I think I still need to catch up on it. But it was super great. But the majority of the New Fifty Two was retconning stuff. They didn't communicate with each other, and a lot of the stuff was just falling apart. Yeah. And- I mean, they also were destroying characters as much as they could for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is that why Rebirth happened? Yep. <laughs> Rebirth was a retcon of New 52 trying to reboot the universe, reestablishing. Just, it's, and also, it's more frustrating is that that was supposed to be made to be a jumping on point for new readers and made the continuity way more muddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens, oh. though. This is why they, they reboot everything, you know, every couple of years. I'm getting uh, these guys I... to read Invincible, and even Invincible, they had catch-up books. They would put up uh, vol- uh, a new issue that would just be all of the context that led up to that point so anyone can jump on and know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, uh, any of you Green Lantern fans? Uh, I've tried to get Green Lanterns, but... I was never really a Green Lantern fan, but Grant Morrison, the writer of All-Star Batman, is writing the new Green Lantern, and it's actually really good. And Liam Sharp is penciling it. Drawing, you know, I think he's doing inks, too. It's actually really good. It's The art's pretty decent. Um, the storylines have been fun. It's like, uh, from what I'm told, because I, I'm not a huge fan, but people are telling me they're back to like, oh, it's Space Cop, which is the way Green Lantern's supposed to be. And huh. I was like, okay, but it, so, it is fun. Yeah, we'll definitely have to check it out. Uh, I know, I know. We he also wrote this book that we reviewed today. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Grant Morrison, yeah. the the writer of All Star. Did I say Batman? I might have said All Star Batman you, by you accident. You said All Star Batman, but isn't I'm he working idiot. on that book? Because All Star is a new book. Superman. Damn it, DC! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll wrap things up. Gark, where do you like people following you? Uh, Gark seven 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 Instagram. That's my. It's really more of a music page, not a fart page, and. Uh, I do Secret Underground Hideout. I'm one of the uh, annoying ones on that show. I'm not sure if I'm the most annoying, but you can be the judge. And uh, SU Hideout is our Twitter page, and Secret Under- Underground Hideout is our Instagram page. We're part of the Dorkening family, and... the corporate overlords. <laughs> the whip. Alex. You can find me at pure at pure underscore Alex Hoy and things along those lines with underscores. You can find me on Instagram. I have a Twitch. You can follow like my art streams and stuff like that or check out my art of on Facebook. And yeah, I should be hitting some conventions. I will be at Scaracon and you can catch me there and a bunch of other conventions that I have yet to announce. So stay tuned. Yo, yo. You can find me at Boy Meets Phone on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, Yo St. Laurent on those same social media channels. And you can usually find me putzing around on the Dork Inc., um, whether it be the Sunday Show, Wicked Horror Show, or Dork's My Pass. And be careful. I think you might have a flurkin next to you. Just maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that during the review? I know. James. Yeah. 
Uh, you can find me at Pure Alex Hoy on Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, check me out. I'm drawing some fantastic stuff. Uh, no, like, just kidding. Um, uh, actually, do, find like me I said, at deadbeatinghorse.org. <laughs> well, you know, Alex, I'm trying to give you a shout out because your artwork is actually really good. Um, well, so definitely thank you. It's I a comic book it. show, and you're a comic book artist. I should talk about it. Well, so, I appreciate it. Check I'm it out. Uh, you know, he does, like you said before, does some Twitch stuff. Um, hopefully, you said, you know, you're kind of clearing out your commissions now. So, you know, definitely in the future, definitely sh- give a shout out. But you can follow me at Longtime Storm on the tweets and the Instagrams. Uh, again, I don't post anything exciting. Um, soon it'll be dad stuff, as I'll be expecting my own little Captain America uh, coming our way uh, in September. So uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, I'm here uh, on the Dorks po- the Dor- Dorks the podcast and here on the comic book, un- untitled comic book review panel show. Yeah. <laughs> here on the insert name later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just, just, just go like, and just well, have no, Leo it, put an overdub on him. Well, it reminds <laughs> me of the, uh, the, the, the where it's like Moe's at the bar and he goes like, the Denver Broncos and the Falcons, <laughs> and, like, and it's just like that's all I can imagine yep. is like the Atlanta Falcons. You know, just you know, <laughs> welcome back to Atlanta Falcons podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, NFL, you did some artwork for them, Alex. Yes, yeah. I did something for the Patriots for the Boston. Uh, oh, did you did um, you draw Bob Kraft getting a handy? I drew I the Deadpool's. <laughs> It was, that was really, a weird one. But if you really want to know where to get a good massage, I know, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so does Bob Graff. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I want to thank you all for watching and listening to us. Uh, we do this show multiple times <laughs> a week. Uh, the Dorkening every Sunday, Wicked Horror Show on Tuesdays, and Dorks the Podcast and our comic book club. Uh, we record these on Wednesdays, and then you can all always check out uh, that strange show and Secret Underground Hideout on the Dorkening Podcast Network. But are they signed? Shut no. up. <laughs> Damn you. Yes, they are. See? They're, they're, I, I didn't see anything. They're not in their mylar. Fake gamer girl, you. You gotta use your gloves and take them out of your mylar packaging. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I regret I only have the first five issues of that. Boo. Uh, you uh, dropped off, uh, right? Leo, can I just say, um, me am no want to thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> uh, you, you am not welcome, Gark. <laughs> you know what? Get back on no more shows. Yeah. <laughs> God, what's whiter than Bizarro World? Well, welcome here. <laughs> Uh, Gark, you're welcome anytime. We love having you. So anytime you want to join us, you are always welcome, my friend. And uh, with that, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Peace. Get out of here. Hello, and welcome to the Dorkening Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows. That strange show. Throwdown Thursday. Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy. Three Guys That Horror. The new and improved Super Retro Throwback reviews the Audio Files 2.0, Secret Underground Hideout, Cinema with Harrison Smith, Dorks the Podcast, The Dorkening, Black and White Fright, 
The Wicked Horror Show. Subscribe to all these awesome shows anywhere podcasts can be found. For more information, check out thedorkening.com.